From the Polo Grounds in New York, this afternoon, the New York Mets close out their four-game series against the St. Louis Cardinals. A real sunny, hot midsummer afternoon. Hi, everybody. This is Bob Murphy, along with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kiner, all set to detail every exciting play as the Mets wind up the action prior to the All-Star break. The Classic takes place on Tuesday in Washington. Today's broadcast is authorized under radio rights granted by the New York Mets solely for the entertainment of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the New York Mets is prohibited. Well, on a hot summer day like this, be sure to check up on your supply of fine coal Rheingold. Rheingold Extra Dry. Yes, sir, put some Rheingold on ice. It can add a lot to your enjoyment of the game. Now, here is a beer with a clean, clear taste, brisk and bright all the way through. Rheingold is beer as beer should taste. Dry tells you why. Say, right now would be a good time to light up a Viceroy. Viceroy's not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Now, here are the lineups for today's game. The Redbirds will have Kurt Flood in center field leading off. Julian Javier at second base, batting second. In the number three position in the batting order, Bill White, the first baseman. Stan Musial in left field, batting fourth. Ken Boyer will be at third base, batting fifth. Carl Sawatsky behind the plate, batting sixth. Charlie James in right field, batting number seven. Dal Maxville will be at shortstop, M-A-X-B-I-L-L. Dal Maxville will be at shortstop, batting eighth, and Bob Gibson will pitch and hit ninth. Richie Ashburn in right field for the New York Mets, batting leadoff. Rod Keneal at second base, batting second. Gene Woodling in left field, batting third. Frank Thomas playing third, hitting cleanup. Sammy Taylor behind the plate, batting fifth. Marv Thronberry will be at first base, batting number six. Felix Mantilla playing shortstop and hitting seventh. Joe Christopher in center field, batting eighth. Pitching and batting ninth, right-hander Jay Hook. Well, with the National League schedule expanded to 162 games this year, the baseball fans can still look forward to 81 ball games. The Mets going into their second half of the season this afternoon. And you'll enjoy it even more if you have plenty of refreshing Rheingold on hand and on ice. You know, Rheingold goes good at any season. You can enjoy it any time because Rheingold has that extra dry flavor that's brisk and bright and clean, clear through. And those two little words, mmm, what a difference in taste. Extra dry. Tells you why Rheingold has a taste all its own. They tell you that Rheingold is brewed the long, slow, costlier way. Brewed extra dry for extra enjoyment. So why not settle back with a cool glass of Rheingold extra dry and enjoy it along with the game? You'll join millions who say, my beer is Rheingold the dry beer. Now, Cookie Lavagetto is out at home plate, talking to Johnny Keene and the plate umpire Paul Pryor. They discussed the rules particular to the grounds. The umpiring assignment today, Paul Pryor working the plate. Crew Chief Augie Donatelli will be at first. Frank Sicori umpiring at second. And Tony Benson will be at third. Pryor, Donatelli, Sicori, and Benson will umpire the bases. 
On the mound today for the New York Mets, right-hander Jay Hook from Grays Lake, Illinois. Jay has won six while losing eight. He was derricked his last time out by the San Francisco Giants, but prior to that, turned in two complete games and two victories. So today, Jay will be trying for his seventh victory of the year. On the mound for the Cardinals will be Bob Gibson. Now here are the New York Mets moving out to the playing field. Jay Hook moving toward the mound. This is the last of the four-game series, now three days off for the All-Star game, and the Dodgers will be here on Thursday night. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, as Jay Hook approaches the mound, the crowd begins to rise for the playing of our national anthem.
Now hook into his windup. And the pitch on the way. An off-speed delivery that's over. Strike two. Next Sunday, the New York Mets will be playing a doubleheader against the San Francisco Giants right here at the Polo Grounds. The Giants are back in first place after beating the Dodgers yesterday 10-3. Here's the two-strike pitch. Outside and low. One ball and two strikes. For those of you who may have missed the night game on the West Coast, Boston Red Sox defeated the Los Angeles Angels 5-4. The Angels are now a game and a half out of first place. Cleveland on top, Yankees a half game back. Inside at the letters. Count is even now at two balls and two strikes on the first man up, Kurt Flood. Now Jay Hook looking in to take his sign from Sammy Taylor. Jay winds, in comes his pitch. Foul ball, wafted back toward our Wrangle booth and out of play. Ball went right into our television booth and bounced out. Jack Simon had a chance on that one and let it get away. We'll, we'll never let him move that one down. Count is even now, two and two. Slow grounder off the mound as Hook Jay has it, straightens up, throws to first, one down. Flood was leading off the second game yesterday, hit a ground ball to short. Elio Chacon made a low throw. Thronberry dug it out of the dirt on a very close play. Harry Walker thought the ball had been juggled by Mario Thronberry, and he argued so vehemently that he was crossed out of the ball game. One out and nobody on. The hitter is Julian Javier, the speedy second baseman. He's batting at 2 5 9. One out. Nobody on. Stan the man Musial waiting on deck. Check that Bill White is the on deck batter, and then Stan Musial. Ground ball back toward the mound. An easy play for Jay Hook. Over to Thronberry. Two down. Two up and two retired by Jay Hook. Now the number three batter in the order, Bill White. Bill hitting at 268 with 14 home runs and 59 runs batted in. Rain Gold Extra Dry. Happy to be sending you the play-by-play account from the Polo Grounds. Hope you enjoy the game, enjoy the day, and we know you'll enjoy Rain Gold Extra Dry. Bill White hitting, bluffs at a bunt, pitch right in there for a call strike. Next Saturday, the Mets and the Dodgers, and that's the Old Timers Day game. It's the New York Mets stage, the very first Old Timers Day. Now Jay winds, in comes his pitch. Slow curve of beauty on the inside corner, strike two call. Mets have the infield deep and around toward right, figuring Bill White as a bull hitter with good power. Now Jay out in front on the count. Here's the pitch on the way, and it's taken outside. Stan Musial batting cleanup, Stan waiting to hit next. His eighth inning home run gave the Cardinals a split in yesterday's doubleheader. Pitching one and two. A long drive, this one's going, going toward the upper deck, it is gone, a home run. Bill White putting the Cardinals out in front with his 15th home run of the year. That ball went into orbit. 
He didn't pull it. He hit it in straightaway right field and all the way to the upper deck. The 15th home run of the year for Bill White. He's now tied with Ken Boyer for the lead on the Cardinal ball club. Here's Stan Musial. Way up high. One ball and no strikes. Musial's home run in the eighth inning of the second game yesterday was his ninth of the year. Stan has hit 44 in the polo grounds more than any other active National League player, and he's hit career-wise 454. That's the Musial. He lets it go, and it's high. Ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Stan hitting at 325. Redbirds in front, one to nothing. Game in the top half of the first inning. Next pitch by a hook. A fly ball hit right down the line. If it stays fair, it's going to be gone, and it is. A fair ball in the upper deck for a home run. And Musial crossing home with his 10th home run of the year. And the Cardinals lead now 2 to nothing on back-to-back home runs by Bill White and Stan Musial. Stan pulled that one, hit it right down the line, and it nestled into the upper deck. Now the hitter is Ken Boyer. Boyer batting at 291. He has 15 home runs. Hook out of his windup, throws, fastball over, strike one. Cardinals in front on back-to-back home runs. In comes the pitch to Boyer, breaking ball over, a call strike, strike two. Pitch to him, foul ball, right straight back, no play, and the count stays, strike two. There was no hint of what was to come. Jay Hook retired the first two hitters, Kurt Flood and Hilly Javier, very easily. He got out in front on Bill White. The count went even two and two, and then White ripped his. A long drive to the upper deck, and Musial followed with a home run down the right field line. His strike delivery, swing and a miss. He struck him out with a changeup. In the first, St. Louis, two runs on two hits. No errors, none left on. So the score in the middle of the first, the Cardinals two and the Mets coming to bat. Now time out for a moment's entertainment with a famous group of entertainers from Rangel. The Rangel Extra Dry, extra talented players present a tale of the old frontier. In a tavern in a canyon, next to beaten for a mine, lived a miner, 49er, and his daughter, Clementine. Oh, my darling, no, oh, my darling, no, oh, my darling, you were lost and gone forever. Oh, my darling, this patient miner sent his daughter out for beer. It's the Randall Buster and Gold. It's my favorite brand here. In the town, Clem went a-running to do his daddy's home. There are never heard some cowboy give him daddy's Randall. Randall's right are so refreshing and dry. Tell you why. From now on, my beer is Randall and my wife is playing time. Got a husband and your people have a heart. Well, it's cool.
coming out to lead things off the New York Mets against right-hander Bob Gibson. Gibson has won nine while losing six. This is his 17th start. He's one of the hardest throwers in baseball. And when he's right, he is really tough to hit. He has two shutouts this year. Gibson, big right-hander, winds and pitches. Too high, it's ball one. Now Richie waiting. In comes the pitch by Gibson, and the flame is in there for a call strike. One ball, one strike. Now Gibson ready. The 1-1 pitch. Foul back by Richie. No play. And the count, one ball and two strikes. Bob Gibson and Richie Ashburn both hail from the state of Nebraska. Gibson out of Omaha. That's in there. Strike three called, and Ashburn is called out on a curveball. Richie didn't like the call, and he argues with Paul Pryor. Bob Gibson last year with the Cardinals had the fifth best earned run average in the National League. It was 3.2. The only four ahead of him were Jim O'Toole, Warren Spahn, Kurt Simmons, and Mike McCormick. Swing and a miss by Rod Keneo, strike one. Gibson starred in basketball at Creighton University and then played with the Harlem Globetrotters. Ground ball bounced to shortstop. Big hop snag by Dal Maxville. The peg to first is in time, two down. So it's two up and two retired by Bob Gibson, and the hitter now will be veteran Gene Woodley. Gene Woodling batting against Gibson. That one goes over the visor of his cap. One ball and no strikes. Gibson last year won 13 and lost 12. He's in his second full season with the Cardinals. Swing and a miss. Real good fastball, and the count is even at one ball and one strike. Cardinals brought him up from Rochester a year before last, and he was 3-6. and six. He's a fast worker, winds and pitches inside and low. It's ball two, two and one. Two and one on Gene Woodling now. Cardinals in front. Two to nothing. We're in the last half of the first inning. Gibson winds and pitches inside and low. And the count is three and one. We'll bring you up to date on all the scores of the other games at the end of the inning. Check the schedule of games for today. Pitching three and one. That's inside, ball four, and Woodling walks. Now the hitter is Frank Thomas. Frank playing third base for the New York Mets today. hitting at 3.01 with 15 home runs and 50 runs batted in. He had a key hit in the victory yesterday. Casey sent him up as a pinch hitter in the seventh inning and he singled to drive in a run to make it 3-2. Ashburn's sacrifice fly tied the game. Breaking ball over, strike one call.
left trailing at two to nothing. Bill White and Stan Musial hit home runs in the top of the first inning. Woodling are in first, two down. The pitch to Thomas. Curve is foul tip. Just barely got a piece of it in the cast strike two. The Cardinals have Bill White at first, Julian Javier at second, Dal Maxville playing short, and Kenny Boyer at third. Stan Musial in left, Kurt Flood in center, and Charlie James around in right field. Carl Sawatsky behind the plate catching Bob Gibson. Now the two-strike pitch. A drive in the air to left field, cutting hard as Musial coming in, and he makes the catch. Sinking liner to left center, Musial coming in to pick it off for the out. Ball sounded real good going off the bat, but he must have hit it down toward the end of the bat, and it was really dying off out there as Musial raced in to grab it. No runs, no hits, no errors, one left on. So the score at the end of one, it's the Cardinals two and the Mets nothing. In other games, the Phillies and Pirates are playing a doubleheader in Pittsburgh, and the first game is tied 3-3 at the end of three and a half innings. The Deacon, Vern Law, trying for his eighth win for the Pirates. Jack Balshin has replaced Dennis Bennett in the fourth inning. Oak hit a home run. The Baltimore Orioles play the Detroit Tigers, a doubleheader at Tiger Stadium, Detroit. The double bill is underway in Cleveland. White Sox won Cleveland nothing at the end of two. Juan Bizarro against Jim Perry. Washington will play a single game at Kansas City, and the Red Sox and Angels have a single game on tap at Dodger Stadium on the West Coast. Right here at the Polo Grounds, the Los Angeles Dodgers will be the next team in. They'll be in Thursday night, Friday night, and next Saturday afternoon. The ceremonies on Old Timers Day next Saturday will start at 1.30. Following the ceremonies, the old-timers will stage a two-inning ball game and then the regular game between the Mets and the Dodgers. Certainly hope you're planning to be here and enjoy all the excitement of the big day. Now Carl Sawatsky hits a high fly ball to right field. Ashburn has room for this one. Richie on the warning path is waiting, and he has it for the out. One out, nobody on. Top of the second. The hitter will be Charlie James, the right fielder. He bats right-handed. James hitting 294. Four home runs and 28 runs batted in. Now Hook swings out of his windup and the pitch thrown. He started him off with a curve, but it broke inside. One ball and no strikes. Manny Minoso is with the Cardinals. Manny has been working out, and they expect him to be ready to go again after the All-Star game. one pitch, foul ball, back into the screen. One ball, one strike. One-one pitch, curve, swung and missed. Dal Maxville, the rookie shortstop, is on deck. Now Jay is siding in on his target, the 1-2 delivery. Reached for and foul. Back toward the screen. The count remains at one ball, two strikes. There will be eight Hall of Famers here next Saturday for the Old Timers Day game, including the four new inductees. Pitching one and two. A drive hit right down the right field line. If it's fair, it's gone. And it is a foul ball. 
Foul ball into the upper deck, and that was just barely foul. Charlie James, a right-hand hitter, hit a climbing drive that was well up into the upper deck. We had to hold up and let Augie Donatelli watch it all the way, and it was just foul. Redbirds lead 2 to nothing on back-to-back home runs in the first inning by Bill White and Stan Musial. White number 15 and Musial number 10. Pitching one and two. Ground ball bounced to shortstop. Mantilla stride to his right. He has throws to Thronberry in time. Two outs, nobody on. Now the batter is Dal Maxville. M-A-X-V-I-L-L. Dal was signed by the St. Louis Cardinals last year right out of Washington University in St. Louis. They had him at Tulsa in the Texas League this year, and he was hitting over 360. So when Julio Gotai faltered a bit, Dal Maxville was brought up. Right-hand batter. Pitch on the way, a fastball over, a call strike. Now Jay out of his windup, the pitch to Maxville, a change-up of beauty, swung on and missed, strike two. Dodgers will be here Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday afternoon. Next Sunday, it's the Giants in a doubleheader, and the Giants on Monday night. Inside and high. One ball, two strikes. One ball and two strikes on Dow Maxville. Now Hook pitches to him. Just missed the outside corner down around the knees. Here are the warm-ups in Minnesota. Whitey Ford for New York. Whitey 6-4 on the year against Jim Cott. Cott has won eight while losing seven. Pitching two and two. Strike three call. The beauty of a hook by Jay Hook and the side is out. Second strikeout for Jay. He got Boyer in the first inning for the third out. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. And now at the end of an inning and a half to score, Cardinals two and the Mets nothing. Now here's one of your favorite vocalists with a bright new tune about New York's favorite beer. Ask me, Vic Damone, what beer to buy. I'll tell you. That Rheingold Extra Dry. Now that's the beer to buy. Its flavor's brisk and bright. And clearly extra dry. It's New York's favorite brew. The only one for you. Because it's dry and true. That's Rheingold Extra Dry. The taste of Rheingold's bright because it's brewed just right. Brewed long and slow for flavor. Clean and extra dry. That Rheingold extra dry. Now that's the beer to buy. It's extra dry. That's why. Have some Rheingold beer tonight. It's New York's favorite brew. The only one for you. Because it's dry and true. Have a Rheingold beer tonight. Now the home second inning, and Sammy Taylor is up against flame-throwing Bob Gibson. Sammy had two home runs in the doubleheader yesterday. Here's the windup and pitch to Taylor. Curve is over, a call strike one. Since Casey promoted Sammy Taylor to the cleanup spot in the batting order, he has been hitting real well. 
seemed to respond to the added responsibility. Fly ball hit to center field, not too deep. Coming in is Kurt Flood. He slows up now and makes the catch. One away, nobody on. Taylor skies to center. Here's Marv Thronberry. Marv enjoyed his finest hour since joining the New York Mets in yesterday's doubleheader. Casey sent him up as a pinch hitter in the ninth inning yesterday, and he had a two-run homer to win the game. Then in the second game, he had a home run to tie it, and in the ninth inning, with Mets trying to battle back, he tripled. Fly ball hit to right field. In a couple of steps is Charlie James, the right fielder, and he puts it away for the out. Too quickly retired by Bob Gibson. That'll bring on Felix Mantilla. Felix being used at shortstop by Casey this afternoon. Elio Chacon has his left knee all wrapped up. It's a little bit strained, and he wanted to give Elio a day off. Charlie Neal is hobbling around today after turning his ankle, making a play in the field yesterday. Charlie unable to play today. Ball one to Felix Mantilla. As far as Charlie is concerned, the injury came at the right time because after today's game, he'll have three days to recuperate. Be ready for the Dodger series. Outside and low. Ball two. Two and oh on Felix Mantilla. Felix has been wielding a hot bat. He had uh, not one, but two base hits taken away from him in the doubleheader yesterday on great plays in the field. One by Bobby Gene Smith in left field, and the other by Julio Gotay, the shortstop. Gibson's 2-0 pitch. He holds up, and it's ball three, three and nothing. Sally Hemus coaching at third, and Cookie Lavagetto at first. 3-0 delivery. Strike called on the outside corner. Mantilla bluffing that stride toward first is brought back by Paul Pryor. Three-one delivery. Ball four outside, and Felix is on. Second walk given up by Gibson. He walked Woodling in the first inning. Mets trailing two to nothing as Joe Christopher comes on to hit here in the last half of the second. Better now is Joe Christopher, Mantilla with a leadoff first base. Pitch by Gibson. This is over. Strike one call. Bob Gibson trying to hit double figures here this afternoon. He has one nine, lost six. Hard-throwing young right-hander from Omaha, Nebraska. Tries a curve and it misses. One ball, one strike. Real good homestand for the New York Mets. On this homestand, they're playing the top four clubs in the National League. A 1-1 pitch. Outside and low taken by Joe Christopher. Two balls and a strike. Cardinals are here now. After the All-Star break, the Dodgers come in, then the Giants, then the Pirates. Pittsburgh will be here for two doubleheaders. Pitching two and one. Ground ball hit toward the hole at shortstop. Beyond the reach of Dal Maxville, a base hit. Mantilla is trying for third. Here, Cusio's throw. It'll not be in time. Cut off by Boyer. No play at second. Christopher goes in there standing up. 
Hayes hit the left for Joe Christopher, and he goes on to second on the throw, coming into third from Stan Musial. Now Jay Hook comes up with a chance to tie up his own ball game. Jay, a left-hand batter and a good hitter. Now the Mets have their first base hit off. Bob Gibson, a ground single to left by Joe Christopher. Jay Hook, the batter, runners on second and third, two men down. Gibson out of his windup. Here's the pitch. Inside and low, it's ball one. He really fired that one. Now Sawatsky takes time, and he'll go out to the mound. Richie Ashburn is the on-deck hitter. Well, we've got a hot day, and of course, the best way to beat the heat is with a cool, refreshing glass of Rheingold Extra Dry. Rheingold is beer as beer should taste, and dry tells you why. Enjoy a glass along with the game. Two down, Mantee on third, Christopher on second. Next pitch by Gibson, in there for a call strike. One ball, one strike. One-one pitch, inside and low, two and one. At Pittsburgh, the Pirates went out in front of the Phillies, four to three, but Johnny Callison has homered in the fifth inning to tie it up. 2-1 delivery. Ground ball bounced to shortstop. Maxville has it. The throw to first is in time and the side is out. So Bob Gibson gets Jay Hook with two in scoring position to retire the side. No runs, one hit, no errors, two left on. At the end of two, the score here at the Polo Grounds, Cardinals two and the Mets nothing. Well, probably nowhere except the charming village of Cooperstown, New York, where the Hall of Fame is located. Has there been such a concentration of baseball greats as will be present right here at the Polo Grounds next Saturday, July 14th, Old Timers Day? There will be no fewer than eight Hall of Famers, as well as the stars of the Giants and Dodgers who participated in that historic 1951 National League pennant race. For the first time, the four new inductees to the Hall of Fame will be present together. These men go into the hall at Cooperstown on July 23rd. Jackie Robinson, also a member of the 51 Dodgers, Ed Roush and Bill McKechnie, both of whom were giant, wore giant uniforms at one stage of their playing careers, and Bobby Feller, the great strikeout artist of the Cleveland Indians. The Dodgers will be represented by their own lone living Hall of Famer, Zach Wheat. Zach will soon be joined by Robinson, of course. Max Carey, another Hall of Famer, played and managed with the Dodgers. But Max uh, mainly gained his recognition through his great years with Pittsburgh. Three truly great giant Hall of Famers will be present. Frank Frisch, the Flash himself, who came right from the Fordham campus to play in the giant infield and was a member of eight National League pennant-winning teams, four straight giant teams, 1921 through 1924. Bill Terry will be here, and, of course, Bill Menes, the Giants, the three pennants. He's the last National Leaguer to hit 400. Also, King Carl Hubble, one of the great left-handers of all time. Carl won 16 straight back in 1936. And he opened the 1937 season with a string of six straight. So these and many others will be here for Old Timers Day next Saturday, July the 14th, and we certainly hope that you will too. Now the third inning here at the Polo Grounds. The Cardinals are coming up against Jay Hook, and here to describe all the action for you is Ralph Kiner. Thank you, Bob. 
Bob Gibson, the first man up against Jay Hook here in the top of the third inning. Cardinals with two home runs to score both runs. And Hook, the right-hander, into the windup, and the pitch to Gibson is hit sharply, foul down the third base line. And we'll take this opportunity to pause for station identification. This is WGY Schenectady, 810 on your radio dial, your New York Mets station. There's the next pitch to Bob Gibson. It's hit long and deep to left field on the roof and a home run. Bob Gibson picking up a long home run, and that one was really strong. Here comes Gibson now around third base. And the game goes in the Cardinals' favor by a score of 3 to nothing. And all the runs scored by the Cardinals coming on solo home runs. There was no doubt about that one. And that home run by Gibson, his first of the year. No one out, and now Kurt Flood, the batter. He bats from the right-hand side, and the first pitch to him goes over the top of his head. Sammy Taylor gets his glove on it, knocks it down, the ball rolling back a home plate about 14, 15 feet. One ball and no strikes. Cardinals with three runs on three hits, all home runs. Jay back to the plate with the 1-0 pitch. This one sits sharply by the third baseman in the left field on the ground. Flood rounding at first base, holds there as Woodling throws on in. So two hits in a row off a hook. A runner now at first base, and the batter coming up, Julian Javier. Time called as Sammy Taylor walks out to the mound. Sammy Taylor talking it over with Jay Hook out on the pitcher's mound. First home run and the first run of the game was scored when Bill White hit a long home run to right center field. It was well tagged. That was his 15th of the year. Sam Musial followed right behind him with his 10th of the year. Stand now with 454 home runs in his major league career. Also, Stan has hit a total of 45 home runs right here in the polo grounds, more than any other active player, including Willie Mays. So Stan could call the polo grounds his home away from home. Now time in. Javier into the batter's box. And on the mound, Jay Hook into the stretch, watching the runner at first base. He can run. Flood there, and the pitch to the plate is inside and high. Ball one. Javier squaring around as though to one. Charging from third base, Frank Thomas. And coming in from first base, Mark Thromberry. At short and second, Keneal at second base, and Mantia at short. All looking for the bunt play with the Cardinals leading 3-1. to one. Make it three to nothing. Jay Hook slowly into the stretch. And a throw to first base chases Flood back. Now the pitch back to the plate. This one is taken for a called strike. Again, Javier moving as though to bunt. This time it's a strike through the heart of the fight. One ball, one strike. Cardinals now in fifth place in the National League race. They trail the fourth place Cincinnati Reds by just a couple percentage points. Technically, they're nine and a half games back tied with the Reds. Giants won yesterday, so they lead the National League by a half game over the Dodgers. There goes the runner. The pitch is a pitch out. The throw to second base is on the wrong side and starting in safely at second base with a stolen base, Kurt Flood. 
And that stolen base by Flood, his sixth of the year, he has been thrown out once, six out of seven. Sammy Taylor called for a pitch out, looking for the steal. Got the pitch up high. It was not out to his right. Actually, right over the top of the plate. Not a good pitch out. Then he had a little bit of trouble in moving to his right to make the throw. Flood, an exceptionally fast man, probably would have beaten the throw there anyway. And the Cardinals with no one out, with a runner at second base. A score of three to nothing in their favor. And the 2-1 pitch to Javier. Hit to center field, fairly deep, chasing Christopher back in the grass. Tagged up at second base is Flood. The catch is made. The throw to third base will not be in time. Moving over on the fly ball to the outfield, Kurt Flood. One out now, and the batter, Bill White. White with a home run, his first time up to put the Cardinals out in front. One to nothing, batting from the left-hand side. hit off a hook here in this game give the opposition a total of 18 home runs against his deliveries. He leads the club in that department. Cardinals three runs on four hits. And the first pitch to the left-hander hits the right field, a line drive but foul. Going into the lower portion of the outfield area in the bleacher seats. One strike count as White got out in front of that curveball. Pulled it too far to the right. On deck batter Stan Musial. Infield playing back at short second and first. And the pitch to White is hit on the ground. This one is foul. Taken by Harry the Hat Walker in the coaching box. Harry didn't stay too long for the second game yesterday. Getting a quick boot by the umpire now behind home plate. Paul Pryor. He was arguing on the very first play of the game. Two-strike count as Hook works into the windup and delivers to the first baseman, White. And again, a bouncing ball foul. Count holding at 0-2. Flood the base runner at third base. Frank Thomas playing even with the bag. And the pitch back is a slow curveball that's fouled off to the left side. So once again, the cap will stay at 0-2. Cardinals with two runs in the first inning, one more here in the third. All coming on home runs. And the windup and the delivery on the two-strike pitch. It's, it's outside, ball one. Low curveball by Jay Hook. Jay using the curveball as a change of pace right now. Hook working slowly, looks at the base run at third. Now steps on the pitching rubber, goes into the windup, and the delivery is swung on and missed, strike three. Big strikeout for Jay, out number two, and it brings up Sam Musial. And that strikeout is third of the game. Sam Musial now... 
Only 12 short of Hans Wagner's National League record of 10,427 times at bat. And he needs only 11 more runs batted in the time Mel Ott's National League record of 1,860. And he takes down low for ball one. Sam with a home run, batting 325. Home run coming in the first inning to give the Cardinals a 2-0 lead. And it was his 45th in the polo grounds. And the pitch back to Stan is hit hard foul down towards the first base side. Bouncing off of the screen in front of the box seats and going out into the right field playing area. One ball, one strike to Stan. Two outs, a runner at third base. Stan batting from the left-hand side, playing in left field. And hooked back to the plate with a curve that's outside for ball two. Two balls and one strike. Musial was given a honorary Doctor of Humanities degree from Monmouth College in Illinois just two weeks back. One more of his many awards. The 2-1 pitch to stand. Down low for ball three. Three balls and one strike. The on-deck batter is Ken Boyer. Three balls and one strike. And the 3-1 pitch misses low again for ball four. Musial walks to first base. That puts runners at first and third and brings up Ken Boyer. Ken struck out swinging in the first inning to end the inning. Now batting for the second time. He comes up with a 291 average. That walk, the first one issued by Jay Hook. Boyer batting from the right-hand side. He had a home run yesterday, number 15, and he takes low and outside, ball one. Jay Hook now going down low after having a three home runs hit off of him. Polo Grounds record for home runs is 206, set back in 1947. 131 by the Giants and 75 by the visiting team. Cardinals that year picked up 15 home runs. Now the pitch back to the plate as Musial goes. It's hit by the pitcher coming in quickly as Manchie has no play. And scoring from third base is Kurt Flood. The Cardinals lead 4 to nothing, And it scored a base hit. Manchia had no chance to make a throw on the fast man running to first base Boyer. Jay Hook in trying to field the ball off of the mound. It was a swinging hit. Dove for the ball and couldn't come up with it. So Musial on the hit and run play moving down to second base. On at first base, Ken Boyer. And the batter now is Carl Tawatsi. Four runs in for the Cardinals, the top of the third inning. Two scored in the first inning, two scored right here in the third. And Carl Sawatsky, a left-hander in the batter's box. Carl, his first time up, wide out to right field. He bats from the left-hand side. And the first pitch is a slow curve that breaks over, called strike one. Jay 
taking plenty of time on this warm day. A good day for baseball. And this curveball stays up too high. One ball, one strike. That's returning to Sawasi. One ball, one strike, and two outs. Into the stretch, checking the runner at second base, and back to the plate. And it's popped up down the right field side. Moving out the first baseman, the right fielder coming over, and it's off of the wall. And bouncing into the wall as he tried to make the catch, Richie Ashburn. And Richie asking the umpire at first base, Augie Donatelli, if there wasn't stand, fan interference on that play. A fan reaching out, got his hands on the ball as it came on down. But Donatelli said no. And it'll go as a long strike. One ball and two strikes. Richie made a nice try trying to get to that ball. He'll be playing in the All-Star game as a member of the National League team. The only representative on the Mets squad. Ken Boyer on at first base. Out at second base, Sam Musial. Jay Hook working about as slow as you can work on the mound. Now into the stretch. And the one-two pitch. Curveball, bounce foul. Down to Harry Walker in the first base coaching box. And Harry now two for two. He came up with that one cleanly. He takes a look at the ball, fires it over to Jay Hook. Count holding at one ball and two strikes. ball and two strikes. Hook into the stretch position. A look at Musial at second base. And the pitch to Sawatsky is top foul. Fair down the third base side. Thomas coming in. Throws across the diamond in time for out number three. And that retires the side with the Cardinals picking up two runs on a total of three hits. There were no errors. One stolen base and two men left. And the score at the end of two and one half innings of play. Cardinals four, the Mets nothing. You know, fans, when it gets as hot as this, it's a good idea to stay a step or two ahead of the weather. And the best way to do that is to take a step or two toward the refrigerator and pour yourself a tall, frosty glass of cold, refreshing Rheingold Extra Dry. For a doubleheader on Sunday and a night game on Monday. Richie Ashburn, the leadoff man for the Mets, the leadoff man for the Mets, takes the first pitch by Bob Gibson inside for ball one. Richie batting for the second time. He was out on strikes his first time up, and he swings and fouls the next pitch straight back. One ball, one strike. Cardinals with two runs in the first and two in the third. Lead four to nothing. Now the big right-hander back outside for ball two. Two balls and one strike. Bob Gibson into the windup. And back to work with a fastball high for ball three. Three balls and one. Gibson has walked two so far, struck out one, and he's given up only one hit. A base hit to Joe Christopher in the second inning. A 3-1 pitch, a called strike, and the count goes full. On deck batter is Rod Keneal. 
which he started the game hitting 300. And the left-handed batter sets as the 3-2 pitch comes by high for ball four. Moving down to first base, on Gibson's third walk of the game is Richie Ashburn. And coming up to bat, Rod Cadell. Rod batting 268. Then grounded out to the shortstop in his only try. He bats from the right-hand side, and he's playing at second base. Charlie Neal, the regular second baseman, out with a sprained ankle. It's not too serious. He expects to play right after the All-Star game. First pitch to Cadillo, a called strike. Gibson, a big, tall right-hander from Omaha, Nebraska, 26 years of age, and he comes right off the top. This is his first appearance against the Mets. And the one-strike pitch is popped up in foul territory going out of play. Ashburn not being held on by Bill White, the first baseman. They don't figure he'll be up to any tricks as the Mets need four to tie. They have yet to score a run off of Bob Gibson. A two-strike pitch is taken high for ball one. One ball and two strikes. Rod Keneal, the batter, with Gene Woodling on deck. Keneal being played towards right field. They don't figure him to pull the fastball of Gibson. Now the right-hander back with a 1-2 pitch, and this one's high, too. Two balls and two. Bob Gibson looking for the sign. He works fast. And he comes back to the plate. A check on the swing. It's fouled off to the right side. The can holding the two and two. That pitch was inside. Keneal tried to get out of the way and actually got the bat on the ball. Count two balls and two strikes. And the 2-2 two -two pitch. Taken high for ball three. And now Gibson, a pitch away from putting runners at first and second base. Score of the game, 4-0 in favor of the Cardinals. See if Richie's going on the pitch. And the 3-2 pitch as Ashburn goes is inside. And he gets first base. Ball, I believe, actually hit him. It goes either way. There's the official decision that it did hit him, so it'll go down in the scoring records as hit by pitch ball. Just glanced off of his arm. Now the Mets have runners at first and second base. At second base, Richie Ashburn. At first base, Rod Caneal. And the batter is Gene Woodley. Frank Thomas. As Gibson goes into the stretch, 
He sets, looks at the runner at second base and comes back to the plate with a curveball. It's popped out to the pitcher's mound. He has trouble grabbing the ball, finally does, and has to make the play at first base. Moving over to third, Richie Ashburn, and down to second base, Rod Caneel. If Gibson had a held on to the ball, he could have picked up a piece of force out with a good throw at second base. But he juggled it, took it on the bounce, then had to go to first. So, the Mets have runners now at second and third base with one out, and the batter Frank Donovan. left field his first time up and he swings and misses the breaking ball strike one Frank right over the top of that curve Frank started the game with a 3 one average 15 home runs and he has reached the halfway mark towards the 100 mark and runs batted in infield playing back the Cardinals lead 4 nothing. there's a curveball it's fouled away for strike two at Minnesota, the Twins scored three runs in the bottom half of the first to take a 3-0 lead over the Yankees. Whitey Ford pitching in that game. Jim Cott going for the Twins. Harmon Killebrew with a home run. He had a man on. There's the pitch back to Thomas. A check in the swing is fouled off of the bat, going right back up against the screen, and the count will stay at 0-2. Frank started the swing, then tried to hold up as the pitch was high, but he got a part of the bat on the ball. So the count remains, 0-2 to the big... Right-headed batter. There's a curveball that's popped up in foul territory. White has a chance for it. He is over there, and he makes the catch. Richie Ashburn at third base, tagging up and holding at third. Going back to second base, Rod Caneel. Two outs now, and Sammy Taylor's the batter. Sammy, a left-handed batter. Batting at 221. He flied out to center field his first time up against Gibson. Mets left two men on in the second inning, one on in the first. They now have two on, with two outs here in the third. And the first pitch to Taylor is a fastball to tie for ball one. Cardinals with four runs on five hits. The Mets have no runs and only one hit. And the pitch back is a high curve hanging up too high. Two balls and no strikes to Taylor. Sammy had a home run in the second game yesterday. Gave the Mets a temporary lead. There's a fastball to outside, ball three. Three balls and no strikes. The on-deck man is Mark Romberg. So Bob Gibson, a pitch away from rolling them up. Wind up and the delivery on the 3-0 pitch. A call strike, a fastball right through. And as Bob Murphy told you, this fella gets the ball there awful sudden. He is fast. Wind up and the 3-1 pitch. Fastball, it's over, a full count now as Gibson picks the count up to three balls and two strikes. Gibson and Colfax rated as the two fastest pitchers in the National League. Pretty hard to judge, though, when you get up there that high. There are probably others that throw just about or as fast. Here's a 3-2 pitch. A curveball. Look out to the second base position. Going back and making the catch. 
Julian Javier. That ball almost got over the top of the second baseman's head, but Javier moved back quickly on the grass about 15 feet to make the catch and retire the side. In the inning for the Mets, no runs on no hits. A walk in a hit batsman. Two men left. And the score at the end of three innings of play. The Cardinals four. The Mets nothing. Well, speaking of the Cardinals, and their fine ball club, they're currently in a virtual tie for fourth place in the National League. You have to speak about Sam Musial. And, of course, you get a chance to see Sam right here in the polo grounds if you're in the ballpark. But in case you missed any of the games of this series and didn't get a, didn't get a chance to see Musial, they're going to have a special night for him on August the 17th. It'll be Stan Musial night at the Polo Grounds, and all of you fans who have seen him play, surely, I'm sure, would want to come out and honor the old veteran. Stan, I think, supposedly said he was going to quit this year. It might be your last chance to see Stan in action. That's on August the 17th, a special night for Stan Musial. Of course, there will be the regularly scheduled game between the Cardinals and the Mets. That'll be the last series for the Cardinals this year in the Polo Grounds. Cardinals come in to play on the 17th, a night game, and then on Saturday, the 18th, a ladies' day game, and a single game on Sunday. So the Cardinals only three more times, three more games here in the Polo Grounds this year. You know, lots of fans are switching to the Mets, and lots of fans are switching to Viceroy's for the taste that's right. Why don't you light up a Viceroy and find out what we mean when we say Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Top of the fourth inning now, Jay Hook on the mound, working to a leadoff man, Charlie James. It'll be James, Maxville, and Gibson in that order. Charlie grounded out to the shortstop after hitting a very close foul home run down the right field line. He is 0 for 1, batting 294 at the start of the game. He bats from the right-hand side, and the first pitch to him is a slider on the outside corner by Jay Hook. Jay has given up four runs on five hits, three of the hits, Solo home runs by the Cardinals. The one-strike pitch by Jay is fouled straight back for strike two. Charlie James, the bonus player, signed up by the Cardinals back in 1958. Look back now to James with a curveball that's outside. One ball and two strikes. Sammy Taylor, the catcher for the miss. Outfield playing James as a straightaway hitter. Infield the same. Now the right-hander into the windup, and the delivery is low for ball two. Two balls and two strikes. At the start of the day's action, two players tied for the major league lead in batting percentage. There's a curveball hit on the ground of Mantia to his right. He takes it on the second hop, flips the first base. They got the man by two steps. One out now, and while we have a chance, we'll use this opportunity to pause for station identification. This is WGY Schenectady. Ralph Kiner along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from the Polo Grounds. One out now, and the batter... Julian Maxwell, and he hits the ball down to the shortstop. Here comes Mantia quickly now. The throw's in the third. It gets on by Thornberry. Going down to second base is Maxwell. Holding there as Sammy Taylor and Rod Keneal move over to back up the play, but the ball bounces into the stand. Mantia trying to rush that play in a fast runner. Threw the ball away. It goes as an error on the shortstop. 
Two base error, the first one of the game. That gives the Cardinals a runner at second base and brings up the pitcher, Bob Gibson. And Bob hit a tremendous home run his last time up. His first of the 1962 season. He bats from the right-hand side. 4 nothing game, Cardinals lead. And the first pitch to Gibson is outside and low, ball one. Manny Jimenez and Tommy Davis batting at 348 to lead their respective leagues. Jimenez in the American League and Tommy Davis in the National. The 1-0 pitch to Gibson catches on the outside corner for strike one. One ball, one strike. One man down. Top of the fourth inning. Twenty-five-year-old Jay Hook into the stretch. And the 1-1 pitch is hit sharply over the third base bag in fair territory. The long throw is a wild throw by Thomas getting by Thornberry and bouncing into the stand. And coming around to score from second base on the air by Frank Thomas is Maxwell. And the Cardinals lead it 5 nothing. Two errors in a row giving the Cardinals their fifth run. And on the overthrow, moving on down to second base, Bob Gibson. Scoring on the play, a base hit for Gibson. An air on the throw, and the run is not a run batted in for Gibson. The run scoring on the air. Hit number six off Jay Hook. Now the batter, Kurt Flood, batting from the right-hand side. And the pitch back, Kurt, is outside. A slider, ball one. Cardinals with five runs on six hits. The Mets have no runs and only one hit. As Jay Hook comes to work and he throws a fastball, it's pulled foul down toward Johnny Keene, the manager of the Cardinals. Johnny coming up with the ball. Count now, one ball and one strike with one man out. But with a single and a run scored in two times up. Batting 3-0-1 at the start of today's activity. Single game today. Final game of this four-game series. Here's Hook's 1-1 pitch. Top down towards the first baseman. The two-hopper to Thomas. He throws the first base high. Going up in the air. Throwberry making a nice catch. And moving over on the throw to third base, Bob Gibson. Thornberry had to go high in the air. And just did get back down the bag in time. Two outs now. Gibson on third base. And the batter is Julian Javier. Javier 0 for 2. He's a right-handed batter. Batting at 259. Rounded back to the pitcher's mound in the first inning. Then he flied out to center field. 5 nothing game. Cardinals lead. As Jay Hook goes into the windup and the delivery is bounced down to Thomas. A good play by Frank coming up with the ball. He lands at the first over the top of the first baseman's hat. 
Coming in to score on the air by Thomas, Bob Gibson, and going on down to second place, Julian Javier. Well, Frank had plenty of time, and he decided to make a lob throw to first base, and he threw it just a little bit too high. Thornberry went high in the air, got his glove on the ball, but couldn't hold it. And that is the third error in the inning for the Mets. Score now 6-0 in favor of the Cardinals, and Bill White comes to bat. a left-handed batter. Out at second base, Javier. And the look there, the pitch back to White. A curveball high, ball one. Bill broke the ice with a home run in the first inning. A long drive to right center field. His 10th, his 15th of the year. That was the first run scored by the Cardinals. Musial then homer to make it 2-0. They added two more in the third and now two more here in the fourth. And there's a slider on the inside corner for a called strike. One ball, one strike. White also struck out, so he is one for two. Bill has 60 runs batted in for the year. He's way ahead of last year's schedule when he drove in 90. There's a drive to center field. It could be in. Christopher going over there. He can't get to it. It goes up against the screen on one hop. Coming in from second base is Javier and pulling up at second base, Bill White. So that'll go as a clean two-base hit. White on at second base. The score now 7 to nothing in favor of the Cardinals. And evidently White pulled a muscle running around first base and they're coming out to check. Johnny Keene coming out to second. White barely got down to second. He did not try to go for three. Running into second base very slowly. Doc Bowman, the St. Louis Cardinal trainer, also out to talk to Bill White. Score of the game now, 7 to nothing. Cardinals adding three runs here in the top of the fourth. And while we have a second here, quick look at the scores. Philadelphia playing in Pittsburgh, and they lead the Pirates by a score of 8 to 4 through 6 and a half. Balsham and McBean, the pitchers now in the game. Home runs, Hulk and Callison. Cincinnati three, Houston nothing through three innings. Bruce and O'Toole, the opposing pitchers. Edwards with a home run in Warwick. That's the first game in both of those games of a doubleheader. Milwaukee playing Chicago, 1-1 through three and a half. First of two. Los Angeles playing San Francisco. That game to start out of the coast at a later date. Fred Whitfield now running out to the bullpen, so evidently he might come in the game. And White will go out. Whitfield, the first baseman. That's the National League pitcher. Picture, and now we're all set to go here as Stan Musial steps in. A runner at second base. Bill White in the first pitch to stand is outside and high. Ball one. Two outs to score 7-0 in favor of the Cardinals. Stan with a home run and a walk. One for one. Came on at 325. And the 1-1 pitch is hit down the right field line, high in the air, coming over is Ashburn. But the ball will go into the stands in foul territory. Oh, you can just see Musial jump into the pitch and pull it down towards the right field foul line. 
He knows how to manipulate that bat. That pitch was outside, but Stan moving in, flicked his wrist to pull it right down the line. He got a home run yesterday right down the line. That won the game for the Cardinals. And his home run here today also right down the right field line. His favorite park on the road. The 1-1 pitch to Stan. Outside and high. Ball two. Two balls and one strike. When Musial first came up, he was a straightaway hitter, learning how to pull after he had been in the major leagues for several years. Hook shaking no in the first time. Takes the second, steps on the pitching rubber, checks his runner at second base. And comes to the plate. It's a little bit low. A slider for ball three. Three balls and one strike. On deck man is Ken Boyer. Hook back with the 3-1 pitch. It's drilled to right field. A home run. Dan Musial, a long home run to right field. A drive-in two-ball run. number 11 for Stan and it's number 455 in his major league career it is number 46 here in the polo ground and the Cardinals lead it now 9-0 and that is the fifth home run given up by Jay Hook and the first pitch to Ken Boyer is popped up coming in from first base Mark Dolberry he is there and he makes the catch to retire the side No one left, and the score at the end of three and one-half innings of play. The St. Louis Cardinals, nine runs. The Mets have none. You know, you can ask any manager in the league, and he's just about sure to agree. The true test of a good hitter is his batting average against the top-flight pitchers in the league. And top-flight competition is the true test of a cigarette, too. That's why I say, smoke all seven leading filler cigarettes. You'll find some taste too strong, as if they didn't have a filter at all. Others taste too light. They take all the man-sized flavor out of smoking. I'll bet dollars to donuts your taste will tell you Viceroy bats 1,000 against all comers. Because Viceroy's got the taste that's right. That's Viceroy in the familiar soft pack or the exclusive new slide top case. You've heard about the filter on this cigarette, but the Viceroy taste is the best thing yet. He means Viceroy tastes the way you'd like a filter cigarette to taste. Not too strong. Not too light. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. That's right. That's That's right. right. In for the St. Louis Cardinals at first base, Fred Whitfield in place of Bill White. White now going out through the center field area to the visiting dugout visiting clubhouse. He evidently pulled a leg muscle when he was running on that long double to left field. Mara Thronberry, the first batter against Bob Gibson, and he takes high for ball one. Mets half of the fourth inning. They trail by nine. Here's the windup and the 1-0 pitch to Marv. It's inside corner for a call strike. Marv, a left-handed batter. 
He fired out to right field his first time up. Had two home runs and a triple in yesterday's double batter. There's a little blue pit out in the left field coming on as usual. He can't get to it. Takes it on the first bounce, and Thornberry has a hit. Hit number two off of Bob Gibson. That brings up Felix Mantilla with no one out. Felix playing at shortstop, walked his first time up. Gibson into the stretch, and the first pitch to Felix is fouled away, strike one. Whitfield at first base, not holding Thronberry on. Mets need nine to tie. They don't figure to be running here. Now the right-hander back to work, and this curveball is hit down to the shortstop. A chance for two. Over to second in time. The first base, not in time. Mantia beating the throw to first base by a step. Thronberry forced at second. One out now, and coming up to bat, Joe Christopher. Joe singled his first time up. He came in the game at 2.14. And he has seven hits in his last 15 official at-bats. That gives him a batting average of 467 for that period. He also was walked three times, so he has been on 10 of his last 15, make it 18 times at bat. Joe Christopher batting for the right-hand side. And he takes a curve that's low for ball one. One ball and no strikes. On-deck batter Jay Hook, and he is out in the on-deck circle. Bob Miller getting up to warm up in the bullpen for the Mets. There's a fastball by Gibson that's on the outside corner for strike one. One ball, one strike. One-one pitch is outside for ball two. Two balls and one. Gibson working to Joe Christopher with a runner at first base. Score nine to nothing. Cardinals lead. And Gibson's pitch back is hit out to right field. Going back in right field is Charlie James. He has plenty of room and makes a catch just in front of the warning track. Two outs now and Jay Hook coming to bat. Jay is a good hitting pitcher. He started the game with a 281 average. His first time up, he bounced out to short. Batting from the left-hand side. First pitch to Hook, a fastball over for a called strike. Also joined with Bob Miller in the bullpen is Bill Hunter. Gibson back with the one-strike pitch, and this one misses outside, a fastball for ball one. One ball and one strike. Jay Hook into his stance, and he takes outside and high for ball two. Two balls and one. Cardinals with two runs in the first inning on solo home runs by Bill White and Stan Musial. Two more in the third, Gibson adding a home run in that one. Then scoring five runs in the fourth. Home runs off of the bat of Stan Musial. Two times in the game. There's a swing and a miss for strike two. Gibson coming inside to Jay Hook. The count now two balls and two strikes with two outs. 
2-2 pitch, a fastball swung on a miss, strike three. And Gibson picks up his fourth strikeout to retire the side. In the inning for the Mets, no runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. And the score at the end of four innings of play. The Cardinals nine, the Mets nothing. Now as we move to the top of the fifth inning, once again, here's Bob. Thank you very much, Ralph. We'll be going along now to the fifth inning. And Carl Sawatsky will be coming out to lead off. We're waiting for Jay Hook. Jay was the last man up and had to go back to the dugout to get his glove. Mets in the fourth inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, one left on. Four inning total, St. Louis, nine runs on eight hits. We're going to have a new pitcher coming in the ballgame for New York. Southpaw Bill Hunter will be brought in now by Casey Stengel, so Jay Hook is leaving the game. Jay gave up a total of nine runs, allowed eight hits, four of the eight were home runs. Jay walked one man and struck out three. So Bill Hunter, a hard-throwing left-hander, is coming in the game now to take over the pitching for the New York Mets. Casey Stingle, Richie Ashburn, and our radio TV colleague Lindsey Nelson will all be going on down to Washington for the All-Star game, which will be Tuesday afternoon. The Dodgers will be in here Thursday night, Friday night, and the old-timers day game on Saturday. That's next Saturday, July 14th. Then Alvin Dark and the San Francisco Giants come in for a big doubleheader next Sunday and a Monday night game. Following Tuesday will be open, and then the Pittsburgh Pirates will be in for doubleheaders. A week from Wednesday, a day doubleheader, and a week from Thursday, a twinette affair. We're waiting now as Bill Hunter gets warmed up to take over the pitching for the top of the fifth inning. We're waiting now as Bill Hunter gets warmed up to take over the pitching for the top of the fifth inning. In Pittsburgh, they're in the last half of the seventh inning, with the Phillies leading the Pirates 8-4 to four in the first game of a doubleheader. Cincinnati 3. Carl Warwick has just homered two men on in the, t- in the fourth inning. So that ties the game there. Houston 3, Cincinnati 3 in the top of the fourth, first game of a doubleheader. Braves and Cubs tied 1-1 at the end of three and a half for dead against Buell. Dodgers and Giants have a single game at Candlestick later today. Minnesota 3, the Yankees nothing on a two-run homer by Killebrew in the first off, Whitey Ford caught pitching for the Twins. It's Pappas against Boytack in the first game today at Detroit. Cleveland and the White Sox tied 2-2 at the end of four and a half. Pizarro against Perry. Woody held homered in the fourth, one on. Washington plays at Kansas City, and Boston will be at Los Angeles. Now lefty Bill Hunter is ready to go in the top of the fifth inning. Hunter has won one while losing four. Hunter out of his wind. Up here's the pitch to Sawatsky, and it's inside and high, ball one. Cardinals leading at nine to nothing as they broke out the long ball with four of their eight hits going for home runs. Musial hitting two, Bill White and Bob Gibson each hitting one. That's over for a call strike. One ball, one strike. Bill Hunter and his eighth outing since coming to the New York Mets as a part of the Charlie Neal deal. 
Here's the one-one delivery. Fly ball hit right down the right field line. It may go foul. It is into the seats of foul ball. Cardinals are really pulling the ball down the lines today. One and two, the count on Carl Sawatsky. Leading off in the top half of the fifth inning. Hunter's wind up and pitch to him. He hits the dirt to get out of the way of an off-speed pitch that got away from Bill Hunter. Now the count is even at two balls and two strikes. Pitching two and two. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Carl Sawatsky goes down swinging. One away, nobody on. Charlie James, the right fielder, on to hit. James up twice, both times, has grounded out short to first. St. Louis scored twice in the first, two in the third, five in the fourth inning. Outside and high, it's ball one to Charlie James. Now Hunter winds and pitches. Ripped foul right into the backstop. No play in the count. One ball, one strike. After the All-Star break, the Dodgers come in for three, the Giants for three, and the Pirates for four. Ten home games before the Mets have to hit the road again. The 1-1 pitch, way up high off the catcher. Smith to the backstop. Two balls and a strike. Pitching two and one. He holds up, and it's outside. Ball three, three and one. James hitting at 292. Pitching three and one. A high fly ball to left center field. Dean Woodling gliding to his glove side. He's under it. And Gene makes the catch for the out. Two down. Nobody on. Fifth inning. The hitter will be Dal Maxville, the young shortstop. Maxville has taken a call third strike. And he reads safely. On a throwing error, charged to Felix Mantilla. All five runs that crossed the plate in the fourth inning were unearned runs. Jay Hook deserved a much better fate. Here's the pitch on the way. A check swing and a blooper hit down to first, taken on a hop by Throneberry. He throws to Hunter, covering it first, and the side is up. He tried to hold up on the swing and just hit a soft liner that Throneberry played on the first hop. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. So we've come halfway at the end of four and a half innings to score. Cardinals nine, and the Mets nothing. And now a word from Vice Roy. <laughs> the last of the night, the score three to zero. The bases were loaded, and wouldn't you know, two men fans. They missed by a mile, then Casey stepped up to the plate with a smile. Now Casey smokes filters, but knows it's true that even some filters are rough on you. While other brands in the filter crowd are just like smoking a warmed-over cloud. 
but Viceroy tastes the way you'd like a filter cigarette to taste. Not too strong. Not too light. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. That's right. Well, Casey won the game with his longest homer yet. The manager's daughter said... Have a cigarette? Today they're a family with a girl and a boy, and it all began with a Viceroy. That's right. So Casey wants you to know, and he'll take all bets. If you smoke all seven filters cigarettes, you'll find some too strong. Some too light. But Viceroy's got... The taste that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. In the home fifth inning, it's Richie Ashburn leading off against hard-throwing right-hander Bob Gibson. Gibson has given up two hits. Inside and low, ball one. Richie 0 for 1 has been called out on strikes and drawn a walk. Richie hitting at 298. In comes the pitch. That's over a call strike. One ball, one strike. Gibson, a fast worker, winds and pitches. Strike two called. He got the outside edge to a left-hand hitter. Rod Keneal on deck and then Gene Woodley. Now Richie steps out of the batter's box for a moment. Pitching one and two. Foul ball off to the left. That goes into the upper deck and out of play. Pitching one and two. A little bit of high, two and two. Hey, you know, if a fellow came to the polo grounds and he had his heart set on catching a foul ball and getting himself a souvenir, I can tell him where he ought to sit. All you got to do is wait till Ashburn comes up. Two-two pitch, hit on the ground on the right side of the diamond. Tracked down by Javier. He throws to Whitfield in time, and Richie is out. You just wait till Richie comes up, and especially if the count goes to three and two. Now, when it goes to three and two, get ready. You're sitting in the upper deck between, well, in section 27. About halfway up. He'll hit it right to you. You won't have to move. All you got to do is catch it. Ball one is up high to Rod Keneal. Well, there's something going on now. Paul Pryor. Somebody is on Pryor from the New York dugout, and Pryor stops the game and walks about halfway toward the dugout and warns someone to not present any more conversation. Mr. Pryor was involved in a couple of rhubarb jeopardy. Here's the pitch on the way to Rod Keneal, a strike on the outside corner. One ball and one strike. Now Pryor has his head in the other dugout as he checks the Cardinals to see what conversation might be uh, forthcoming from there. The 1-1 delivery. Foul ball skimming back over our Viceroy booth and out of play. One ball and two strikes on Rod Keneal. Gibson's pitch to him. He holds up. It's off the outside corner. Children can be the most wonderful equalizers in the world. Rod Keneal hit a grand slammer in the opener of this series off Bobby Chan. Bobby is a good friend of Rod's. They're from the same neck of the woods. Foul ball back, no play. 
So when Keneal went home that night, he was feeling about as happy as a fellow can feel after hitting a grand slammer his first and the first for the Mets and a good victory for the Mets. His young son said, why did you have to hit it off of your good friend? A foul ball wafted out of play. Two and two, the count on Rod Keneal. One out, nobody on. Last half of the fifth, Cardinals lead nine to nothing. Now Gibson cranks up. Down comes the pitch, and it's whacked foul again over into the crowd and out of play. May have to put Rod Keneal in there as an entry with Ashburn for those who like souvenirs. Yankees scored two in the fourth. The Twins lead 3-2 after three and a half. Ground ball hammered toward second. Julian Javier takes it out of the dirt, throws to Whitfield in time, and Keneal is out. Two down now, the last of the fifth inning, and the batter coming up will be Gene Woodling. Gene drew a walk in the first and grounded out in the third. Well, since the players have three days off with the All-Star break, Gene will be grabbing an airplane and heading for Remsen Corners, Ohio, after today's game. Bouncing ball hit right back to the mound, fielded by Gibson. He throws to first, and the side is out. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. Five innings complete. The score, St. Louis 9 and New York nothing. Coming up now, a musical pitch with an interesting switch. This is Tito Rodriguez for Rheingold Extra Dry. Rheingold, el brindis, perfecto. Para todos, familia y amigos. De sabor sin igual, la cerveza ideal. In Spanish, it's magnifica. In English, it's great. In any language, it's Rheingold Extra Dry. Rheingold is brewed longer and slower for flavor that's clean, clear through. It's beer as beer should taste. Dry tells you what. My beer is Rheingold, the dry beer. Think of Rheingold whenever you buy beer. It's not bitter, not sweet. It's the dry flavor treat. Won't you try extra dry Rheingold beer? At the end of five, the Cardinals out in front, nine to nothing. Bill Hunter throwing in his warm-up tosses to Sammy Taylor. And right here, let's pause for station identification. This is WGYE telling the radio dial. Your New York Mets stations connected. today. That's what the man said, 95 degrees. Hotter than a phone booth in Wichita, Kansas on the 4th of July. Now Bob Gibson will be up against Bill Hunter in the top of the sixth inning. Gibson two for two, home run his first time up, and an infield hit to third his second time up. Right-hand batter. Bill Hunter out of his windup, the pitch taken inside and low, it's ball one. Cardinals nine runs on eight hits, the New York Mets no runs, two hits. Foul ball, back upstairs and out of play. One ball, one strike.
Bill Hunter now pitching his second inning of relief. Tall left-hander winds and pitches, and he's too high with it. Ball two, two and one. The on-deck hitter is Kirk Flood, the center fielder, and then Julian Javier, the second baseman. Two-one delivery, and he pops the ball high into the air down the first baseline. On the skin of the infield path, Thronberry under it. Marv has it for the out. That ball was really high. One away, nobody on. Kurt Flood, the leadoff batter, has one hit and three times up. Flood, right-hand batter. Got his base hit in the third, a single, and later stole second. Ground ball hit toward the hole. Mantilla can't reach it. It goes through into left field for a base hit. So Flood has his second hit of the game. One away and one on. Better is Julian Javier. Javier was thrown out by Jay Hook in the first. Fly deep to center in the third and reached safely on an error in the fourth. Retired four in a row, has now given up his first base hit since coming on in relief. Javier hitting at 256. Cox the bat, swings and fouls the ball back into the screen, strike one. Now Javier glancing down to a Johnny Keene, and Keene, who runs his ball club off the Lions at third, is pointing over toward the dugout. He may be contemplating some changes. Throw to first, not in time. Bill Hunter up in pitching position. Delivers a curve that's outside. One ball, one strike. The report from the Cardinal Clubhouse on Bill White is that the injury was an aggravation of an old injury, a right leg strain. Cardinals are mighty happy that Bill has the next three days for the leg to mend. A high fly ball at the center field. Joe Christopher just nonchalantly walks in and takes it for the out. The easiest plays Joe will ever have. Two outs, one man on. The hitter will be Fred Whitfield batting for the first time. He replaced Bill White. White had two for three, a home run, his 15th of the year, and a double. And Bill knocked two runs in. We're in the top half of the sixth inning with the Cardinals in front, nine to nothing. Foul ball off his foot. And the count strike one on Fred Whitfield. Whitfield hitting at 339. He's at three home runs and driven 15 runs in. Left-hand hitter with good size and good power. 
Hunter's pitch to him, a ground ball foul down the first baseline. Well, if the Dodgers can win today, they will come into New York in first place. If they lose, they'll be a game and a half behind the Giants when they come in on Thursday night to open the three-game series. Pitch by Bill Hunter, a curve that's over, a good one breaking away, and the side is out. Fred Whitfield called out on strike. Bill Hunter getting his second strikeout. In the sixth inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, one left on. And now at the end of five and a half innings to score, Cardinals nine and the Mets nothing. Well, what is the one thing most people associate with baseball? I'll bet that if you ask, the answer you'd hear most often is an ice cold glass of beer. And if those people happen to be New Yorkers, well, then that beer has just got to be Rheingold, New York's favorite. What accounts for this popularity? Well, two words tell you, extra dry. You see, dry beers are lighter, more naturally refreshing. They've had more flavor through to you. And Rheingold is the extra dry beer. Extra dry to be extra refreshing. And after all, isn't that what you want in your beer? Sure it is, so why wait? Order up or pour yourself a glass of refreshing Rheingold and enjoy it along with the game. You'll join the millions of people everywhere who say, my beer is Rheingold the dry beer. It's beer as beer should taste. Gibson out of his windup. The pitch thrown is back foul. Back upstairs by Frank Thomas and out of play. Frank went through a nightmare of an inning in the fourth when he made not one but three high throws from his third base position. Ground ball hammered down to third. Ken Boyer is up with it. The peg to first in time for the out. One away, nobody out in the last half of the sixth inning. Tom Trace has homered up Jim Cott in the fifth inning, and the Yankees have pulled within one run of the Minnesota Twins. Twins four, and the Yankees three. They're in the top of the fifth inning. Whitey Ford against Jim Cott. Now the pitch to Sammy Taylor is taken high, ball one. Sammy 0 for 2. It's fly to center and pop to second. Inside and low, it's ball 2. Two balls and no strikes. Gibson, strong right-hander. Pitches a blazing fastball in the inside corner. Two balls and one strike. They're in the ninth inning now in the first game in Pittsburgh with the Phillies leading the Pirates 8-4. to four. One pitch to Sammy Taylor is taken high. Three balls and one strike. Norm Larker has hit a three-run homer in the fifth inning at Cincinnati. Foul back, no play, three and two. And Houston now leads the Cincinnati Reds by a score of seven to three in the top of the fifth inning. Carl Warwick, Hal Smith, and Norm Larker have all homered for the Colt 45. 
Milwaukee and the Cubs tied 1-1 after four and a half for dead against Buell. Pitching three and two to Sammy Taylor. It's inside, ball four. Fourth walk given up by Bob Gibson. It will bring up Marv Thronberry. Marv has one of the two hits given up by Gibson, an opposite field single. Detroit one, Baltimore nothing at the end of one on a homer by Jake Wood off Milt Pappas. Boytag hurling for the Bengals. They're in the last of the seventh in Cleveland. The White Sox lead the Indians 5-3. to three. Inside and low. One ball and no strikes to Marv Thronberry. Right-hander Bob Gibson delivers, and it's foul. Back to the screen. No play. One ball, one strike. One pitch in the dirt, and the count two balls and one strike. Pitch thrown to Thornberry, a high hard when he went after it, and the count is even now at two balls and two strikes. two and two. A slow grounder hit toward third base. Picked up by Gibson. He throws low, but the ball is handled by Fred Whitfield and Thornberry's out. There was a play that he learned on the basketball court, no doubt about that. Bob Gibson, who was a great basketball player at Creighton and later played with the Globetrotters, went off the mound, running toward third on a slow grounder. He made a backhand pickup, jumped, whirled around in the air, and threw the ball while in the air like a jump shot. The throw was low in the dirt, but it was over there in plenty of time for Whitfield to dig it out and get Thronberry. Quite a play by Bob Gibson. Now Felix Mantilla batting with two down a runner on. And the breaking ball gets to the outside corner, strike one. Now Gibson up in pitching position. Delivers outside and low, ball, ball one. Mantilla has drawn a walk and reached on a fielder's choice. The 1-1 pitch. Breaks off the glove. On his way to third goes Sammy Taylor. He'll go over there easily. Sammy takes the turn and now holds up. Pass ball charge to Carl Sawatsky. Now the Mets have Sammy Taylor on third. They had Ashburn as far as third in the third inning, and Mantilla got as far as third in the second inning. Now the full windup by Gibson is 2-1 delivery. Whacked foul on the ground back toward the Cardinal dugout, and the count is even at 2-2. Two and two. The Yankees tallied two in the fifth inning. It's now tied up. Yankees four and the Twins four at the end of four and a half innings. Whitey Ford against Jim Cott. Fouled again. He went after the curve, and it's fouled back upstairs out of play.
During the three-day break for the All-Star Game, tickets for the Dodgers series will be on sale here at the Polo Grounds as well as Grand Central Station, the Long Island waiting room of the Penn Station. A foul pop-up coming over, hoping for a play at the first baseman, Fred Whitfield, but it will drop into the seats. Cardinals 9 and the Mets nothing were in the last half of the sixth inning. A changeup is fouled back over the press box out of play. Blistering oh, hot day, the temperature about 95. Foul ball back, no play. Bob Gibson's uniform shirt is soaking wet. This is one of those days where a pitcher going nine innings would probably lose nine or ten pounds. You really dehydrate out there the way you perspire. Now the 2-2 pitch. Fouled again out of play. And Mantilla alone fouling these pitches off on Bob Gibson may take about two pounds off of him. 2-2 pitch. Fouled again. A little blooper coming over toward the field boxes. No play on it. They're in the last of the ninth in Pittsburgh now with the Phillies leading the Pirates 8-4 in the first game of a doubleheader. Houston leading Cincinnati 8-3 at the end of four and a half. The Cubs lead the Braves now 3-1 at the end of five. Foul ball again. Over toward the crowd. This, this might be playable. Boyer going over there takes it for the out. Side retired in the last half of the sixth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, one left on. Now sixth inning is complete, and the score of the Cardinals nine and the New York Mets nothing. And now all set to step in and take you the rest of the way on radio as his tune-up for the broadcast of the All-Star Game on Tuesday afternoon. Fellow we're mighty proud of, Mr. Lindsey Nelson. Thanks very much, Bob Murphy. Six inning totals for the St. Louis Cardinals. Nine runs on nine hits and no errors. For the New York Mets, no runs, only two hits and three errors. And as we go to the top half of the seventh, the St. Louis Cardinals will be sending up Stan Musial, Ken Boyer, and Carl Sawatsky. Bill Hunter is the pitcher for the New York Mets in relief of Jay Hook. Hook worked for four innings in which he gave up nine runs on eight hits. He struck out three and he walked one. For the New York Mets, Bob Miller is now throwing down in the bullpen area. You know, my beer is Rheingold, the dry beer. How about you? You have just about enough time to open up or order up a Rheingold before the action starts once again here at the Polo Ground in New York. This is the fourth and concluding game of this series with the Cardinals. The Mets won the first game on Friday night by a score of 10-3. to 3. Mets won the first game of yesterday's doubleheader by a score of 5-4 to 4 on Marv Thornberry's pinch two-run home on the bottom of the ninth. St. Louis Cardinals won uh, the second game of yesterday's doubleheader 3-2. So coming into this afternoon's action, the Mets had a lead in the series two games to one. Chris Canazaro is now catching for the New York Mets, relieving Sammy Taylor. Canizaro behind the plate. Stan Musial steps into the batter's box. Stan has had two home runs here this afternoon and a walk. 
He takes the call, strike one. Get in there for a call strike. Then the man who has just about rewritten the record books of the National League and has a few more in sight very soon. That's such a sign away for a ball. Musial has batted in three runs here this afternoon. So he needs only nine more runs batted in to tie Mel Ott, National League record for runs batted in. Swing and a foul ball. The National League record held by Ott is 1,860. And Musial only needs nine to tie that record. He is also approaching the National League record four times at bat held by Honest Wagner. That record, 10,427. Musial only needs about... For that, swing and a foul ball. So the count to Stan Musial is one ball and two strikes. New York Mets will honor Stan Musial at Stan Musial Night on August 17th when the Cardinals are back in town. Here is the one-two pitch on the way. Swung on and has a drive going deep to right field. It is up there. If it stays fair, and it is a fair ball and another home run for Stan Musial. Three home runs here today for Musial. Pitch high for ball one. Bill Hunter, the pitcher. It's in there for a call strike. Stan Musial had two of his home runs off right-hander Jay Hook and one off left-hander Bill Hunter. As the pitch outside to Boya. Julio Gotai, an infielder, is warming up in the bullpen area of the St. Louis Cardinals, while pitcher Bob Miller continues to warm up in the bullpen area of the New York Mets. Swinging a foul ball off the bat of Boya. 2-2 count to him. Pitch high. Three and two. This is the second time in the career of Stan Musial, the long and distinguished career of Musial, that he has hit three home runs in one game. The last time he did it was 1954. Three and a up the middle for a base hit. For Kenny Boyer. Christopher up with it, relays it in. Going and holding it first is Ken Boyer with his second base hit of the day. 
Carl Sawatsky is coming up. Here's a swing and a fly ball into center field. Coming out fast is Christopher. He one-hands it, picks it off, he shoots off. He's out to throw to first. And back safely there is Kenny Boyer. A fine running catch by Joe Christopher, who picks it off his shoot-off in center field. While we're on the subject of uh, Stan Musial and the fact that he has hit three home runs, we want to call in a man uh, who is an authority on home run hitting. Uh, for some comment on uh, the feats of Sam Musial in home runs, Ralph Kiner. Well, he's hit quite a few more home runs than uh, anybody playing right now, and of course, three in one game is great, but he holds a record that no one has ever done or ever have has touched, and that's five home runs in a doubleheader. All right, here's a swing and a drive by Charlie James into left field. Underneath it now is Gene Woodling, and he makes the catch, tag his first, and heading for second is Kenny Boyer, and Boyer moves up to second base on the fly ball to left. Also, Lindsay, the three home runs right here in this, this game, going with the one home run he hit yesterday, gives him four home runs in a row, which ties the record that was just recently tied by Mickey Mantle, the Yankees, the other day. Mantle did it. I think a fellow named Ralph Kiner did it twice. I recall that somewhere back in my <laughs> memories, Lindsay. Just thought you might. <laughs> All right, here is Dal Maxville. Pitch it high for ball. Pitch high. Ball two. Two and oh now to Darrell Maxwell, the rookie shortstop who got the call today in the opening lineup for the St. Louis Cardinals, who have brought out the long ball here at the Polo Grounds this afternoon. They have been blasting them here and there and everywhere and lead by a score of 10 to nothing. They have pasted the combined pitching offerings of Jay Hook and Bill Hunter. Leading out the bag at second is Boyer as the pitch to Maxwell comes in low and it's out to three and oh. Bill White had a home run in the first inning, and so did Stan Musial. Pitcher Bob Gibson had one in the third inning. The dugout gave him the silent treatment when he came in after hitting that home run. Musial came out to hit another one in the fourth, and another one here in the seventh. Big day for 41-year-old Stan Musial. There's a pitch, and he swung on three and all, and popped it up in foul territory. Back of first, and Thornberry's there to make a play. That retires the side. As Maxwell swung on the 3-0 pitch, he fouled out to first base. In the top of the seventh, the Cardinals got one run on two hits, no errors, and one left. At the end of six and a half innings to play, the score is St. Louis Cardinals 10, and the New York Mets nothing. Well, here it is, the seventh inning stretch, and uh, you know what that calls for, Ralph. Yes, sir, Lindsay, the good old seventh inning stretch. And do you know what that calls for? Yes, I do. Fine, cold line goal. Ryan Gold, extra drive here. But really, any nice time calls for Ryan Gold. It makes any wonderful day just a little more wonderful. But that figures because Ryan Gold is the drive here. Yes, two little words, extra drive, tell you why Ryan Gold is the happy choice of millions. 
Extra Drive tells you Rheingold is brewed the long, slow, costly away to taste brisk and bright and clean, clear through. Rheingold is beer as beer should taste. That's why millions say my beer is Rheingold, the dry beer. So, why not join them? Enjoy a tall, refreshing glass of Rheingold as we bring you some more of the baseball action. All right, and we'll check around now because Johnny Keene has come out uh, and is checking with umpire Paul Pryor to play Julio Gotai. That's coming from the bullpen area, and let's see where he's going to play him. Gotai is replacing Maxville. Maxville is coming over. And so Julio Gotai is going to shortstop. announcement of Gotai Short. For the New York Mets, Joe Christopher is up to lead off. And with pitcher Hunter due up next, Miller still is throwing in the bullpen. Pitch to Christopher, he shortens up to bluff a bunt and takes the pitch outside for ball one. The official paid attendance here this afternoon, 12,460. Service and press, 554. As a pitch high for ball. The attendance in the ballpark, 13,014. Gil Hodges has come out to the on-deck circle now, working with the pine tar rag on the handle of the bat, not his hands. As pinch hitter for Bill Hunter due up next with Bob Miller throwing in the bullpen. Count of two balls and no strikes to Christopher at the plate. Pitch misses low and away. It's ball three. It's in there for a call strike. Three and one. Jim Schaefer is the catcher now for the St. Louis Cardinals. Jim Schaefer has replaced Carl Sawatsky. There is a pitch blowing away and he walked in. Gil Hodges at the plate. Charlie Maxwell did it. Willie Kirkland. Bill Nicholson did it. And Ralph Kiner did it twice. Strike one count to Hodges. Checked the swing and took it low. It's one and one. Joe Christopher, the base runner at first, with nobody out for the Mets, batting in the bottom half of the seventh inning. The Cardinals are leading by a score of 10 to nothing. Gibson looking in to get a sign now from Schaefer. Pitch low for ball two. Two and one.
There's a swing and a foul ball. It's two and two. I just steps back out. Right now, we step out to pause for station identification. This is WGY Schenectady, where you can hear all the games of the New York Mets for baseball for the best in music. For comprehensive, reliable news reporting, stay tuned to WGY. Christopher takes his lead at first, and the pitch to the plate. Change of speed high for ball three. It's 3-2. In the National League, the Houston Colt 45 has got four runs in the fourth and four runs in the fifth against the Cincinnati Reds. So it's Houston eight and Cincinnati three at the end of four and a half. Pitch is high, and Christopher goes to second. As Hodges is on a walk. Number five issued by Gibson gives the Mets runners at first and second and Richie Ashburn coming up here in the bottom half of the seventh inning. Ashburn struck out, walked, and grounded out second to first. Pitches in there for a call strike. Richie Ashman going to be a busy man the next couple of days in Washington. Not only is he on the all-star squad as a player, he is also the player representative of the New York Mets, and he's also on the pension plan committee. Pitches high for ball. One and one. And, of course, all-star time is a uh, time when many of the administrative duties common to the major leagues are taken up since... Uh, Baseball family in general gathers for the All-Star game. That's a call strike to Ashburn. It's one and two. Bob Gibson on the mound right now. The starting pitcher for the Cardinals will be on the pitching staff of the National League All-Stars. That's a little tight to Ashburn. That is Duck it into the dirt, and it's 2-2. With a 10-0 lead, manager Johnny Keene of the Cardinals has uh, made some changes, getting Sawatsky out of there and relieving him with Schaefer. Swinging a foul ball off the end of the bat of Ashburn, and he brought Gautai in. Earlier, uh, Bill White aggravated an old injury and was relieved by Fred Whitfield at first base. And the Cards, of course, have time now during the All-Star break to let White uh, back in shape. It's a swing and a fly ball to center field. Kurt Flood is going back. Christopher is halfway and returns to the bag at second. As Kurt Flood makes the catch, one away, runners holding at first and second, and Rod Keneal is coming up. Neal grounded out, was hit by a pitch ball and grounded out. St. Louis Cardinals got off to an early lead in this afternoon's ball game in the very first inning with two men out. Bill White homered and was followed by Stan Musial, who also homered. That gave him a 2-0 lead. Then in the top of the third, Bob Gibson led off with a homer to make it 3-0. Kurt Flood single, stole second. And Stan Musial walked. Ken Boyer single flood home for the fourth run. There's a the pitch outside to Rod Keneal. 
right-hand handyman of the New York Mets, Rod Keneal. Swings and pops it up to the right side in foul territory. Schaefer gives it a run, and so does Whitfield. They can't make the play. Can't get there. As the ball hits in the warning track. And so it's one and one, not a Keneal. Cincinnati Reds got six runs in the bottom half of the fifth inning against the Houston Code 45, including a grand slam home run by Frank Robinson. In that ball game, home runs by Johnny Edwards, Carl Warwick. Norm Larker has one, Frank Robinson has one. Al Smith has one. So it is now Cincinnati 9 and Houston 8. At the end of 5. Here's a swing and a foul ball. 1 and 2, Rod Keneal. So the Colt 45's got four runs in the fourth and four runs in the fifth, and there's still one run behind now because Cincinnati got six in the fifth. This one is topped up by foul territory behind the bag at first. Whitfield is over four. The play makes the catch. Christopher Tags moves down the line, does not go as Whitfield runs the bag, the ball back to the infield. Two away. And left-hand batter Gene Woodings coming up. He walked, grounded out, pitcher to first, grounded out, pitcher to first. Base runner at second base is Christopher. The base runner at first base is Pinchett or Gil Hodges. We're in the bottom half of the seventh inning. Here at the polo grounds. That pitch is high for ball one. Philadelphia Phillies defeated the Pittsburgh Pirates in the first game of a doubleheader by a score of eight to four. Gibson checks and deals, and the pitch is high. It's 2-0 and now. Going to the bottom half of the seventh inning, it is the Chicago Cubs 4 and the Milwaukee Braves 2. Andre Rogers home in that ball game. Swing and a foul ball off to the left side and out of play. 2-1 and one to Gene Woodling. Los Angeles Dodgers meets the San Francisco Giants. In a later start in San Francisco, Sandy Koufax is going for the Dodgers. Sandy has 12 victories against four losses, including a no-hitter. Billy O'Dell is going for the Giants. He has 10 victories against six losses. Change of speed, and it's hit right back to Gibson. He bobbles it, picks it up on his knee. He throws to first place in time to get Willing. That is the third time that Willing has grounded that pitcher to first, and in the bottom half of the seventh. And that's got no runs on no hits, no errors, and two men left, both on there by virtue of walks. The end of seven innings of play, the score is St. Louis Cardinals 10 and the New York Mets nothing. This, of course, is the concluding game of the series with the Cardinals. Three days off for the All-Star game. And then on Thursday night, the Los Angeles Dodgers come in. On Friday night, the Dodgers will be here again. And then on Saturday afternoon, it'll be the Dodgers once again. But before the regular game, Old Timers Day and a whole host of former stars will be back. And Al Schacht also will be on hand to entertain. The clown fence of baseball will be entertaining the fans here on Old Timers Day on Saturday. Changes now for the New York Mets. Jim Hickman is in left field. Bob Miller is coming on to pitch. Coming in to pitch for New York. So as Miller is on his way in from the bullpen to the mound, we'll run down the entire list of uh, games and scores as we have them in the Major League. 
In the National, in the first game of the doubleheader, Philadelphia 8, Pittsburgh 4. For the Phillies, 8 runs on 14 hits and no errors. For Pittsburgh, 4 runs on 9 hits and no errors. Andre Rogers, over to the 6 with nobody on for the Cubs. That's the first game of a doubleheader. And it's the Dodgers at San Francisco, the latest Dutch Koufax against Odell. In the American League, going to the top half of the seventh inning, it is the New York Yankees 4 and the Minnesota Twins 4. Whitey Ford for the Yankees and Jim Cott for the Minnesota Twins. Killebrew, Richardson, and Trash have homered in the ballgame. At Detroit, first game of a doubleheader, going to the bottom half of the third inning, the Detroit Tigers 5, the Baltimore Orioles nothing. Bill Pappas going for Baltimore, relieved by Fisher in the third. Paul Foytak is the pitcher for the Detroit Tigers. Wood, Fernandez, and Wood again have homered in the ballgame. Going to the top half of the ninth inning in Cleveland, it is the Chicago White Sox 5, the Cleveland Indians 3, Pizarro for the White Sox, Terry started for Cleveland, Funk in the 6th and Daly in the 8th, Hell, Maxwell, and Aparicio have homered in the ballgame. The end of an inning and a half in Kansas City, Washington 1, Kansas City nothing, Rudolph against Segovia, Boston at Los Angeles against the Angels, a latest start. Here is a pitch, swung on, and hit high into the air in left field. Jim Hickman down the line, makes the catch, so Gibson has flied out. The Hickman and left for the first out here in the top half of the eighth inning, and that will bring up leadoff man Kurt Flood. The Cardinals lead by a score of 10 to nothing. Dan Musial has had three home runs on a walk in this ballgame today. We're in the top of the eighth, so Stan the man will definitely get another shot. With one man out, it's Flood up, then Javier, then Whitfield, and then Musial. Bob Miller's pitch is in there high for ball one. Bob Miller has been switched from the starting rotation to relief duty on the pitching staff of the New York Mets. Pitch is low and away for a ball. Actually, he has switched spots with Craig Anderson, who was used a great deal in the early season in relief and has now been moved into the starting rotation and yesterday went nine innings for the first time. Swinging a ground ball going up the middle for a base hit. It is backhanded by Rod Keneal to keep it from going through, but he had no play to make. So Flood is on with the base hit. His third hit of the day. Rod Keneal moved in a hurry over to his right to backhand the ball to keep it from going through, but it's a base hit nonetheless, and here is Julian Javier coming up with one man out and a runner at first. Javier has granted out pitcher to first, fly the center, on, on an error, and fly the center. position. Flood leads and the pitch is swung on and fouled out to the right side. Upstairs out of play for strike one. After the all-star break, the New York Mets will meet the top three teams in the National League standing. The order of the top three uh, when they come in here next Thursday, not definitely decided. That will depend on the outcome of today's game between the Dodgers and the Giants. Swing and a foul tip back into the big glove of Chris Canizero. Starting play today in the National League, the San Francisco Giants on top. Los Angeles Dodgers in second place. The Giants win today, of course. They will come in here Thursday. Uh, they will come in here next Sunday on uh, for a doubleheader. And the Dodgers will come in on Thursday night. Pitch is high, gets away from Canizero. He recovers at no advance. If the uh, Giants win today's game, they will go a uh, game and a half, 
out in front of the Dodgers. If the Dodgers win today, then they will go out in front by a half game over the Giants and would then come in here Thursday night on top in the National League standings. There's a pitch tight to Julian Javier. It's two and two. Pitch is swung on and foul. Back off the stands. Count holds it two two. Action in the bullpen of the New York Mets. Vinegar Ben Mizell is throwing, and so is Roger Craig. leads off the bag at first base and shortens up the lead as Bob Miller stepped off the rubber. Are we ready once again? And the pitch to Javier. Swung on and missed. Strike three. Struck him out. Two away. First strike out credited to Miller. And that will bring up first baseman Fred Whitfield. Coming up for his second time. He was called out on strikes in the sixth inning. Hunter worked three innings in which he gave up one run on three hits, struck out two and walked none. Home run to Stan Musial was the only one he gave up. Here is a swing and a drive to right field. It's up there, it's going, and it is a home run for Fred Whitfield. A two-run homer makes the score 12-0. For Whitfield, that is his first home run of this series. by Paul Pryor that he did swing. He tried to check it. And Bobby Jean Smith's going to come in to run for Musial. Now, manager Johnny Keane let Musial have his shot at another home run.
If you're scoring a score, that is a strikeout and a wild pitch. Allowing Musial to reach first base. As uh, it was a check swing, the umpire ruled that he did swing and uh, the ball got away from Canizero. He could not stop it. And it's a wild pitch. And here is the pitch high now to Ken Boya. So Miller does get credit for a strikeout. Musial down at first on the wild pitch. Relieved by Bobby Jean Smith. He will doubtless stay in the ballgame in left field for him. Curveball is off the end of the bat and foul. Been a big series for Stan Musial here at the Polo Ground. He'll be back in August, and Stan Musial night will be observed here on August 17th. Boy, a swing and sends a ground ball foul. Fielded by Frank Thomas behind the bag at third. Two men out for the Cardinals batting in the top half of the eighth inning. Boyer swings and fouls it back out of play. Two strike count. Checked it and took it high for a ball. Brought his body around but did not swing the bat. So it's one ball and two strikes now. With Bobby Jean Smith running for Stan Musial on at first base. Two runs in in this inning for the Cardinals on Whitfield's two-run homer. Make it 12 to nothing. Cardinals leading. As the pitch high, it's two and two. Tight. It's ball three, three and two. Most home runs by one club in one game is eight. The Cardinals have had six in this ball game. It is in there for a call. Strike three. He struck him out to retire the side. And in the top half of the eighth, the Cardinals get two runs. On two hits, no errors, and one left. And at the end of seven and a half innings of play, the score is St. Louis Cardinals 12 and the New York Mets nothing. Well, a great hitter has a natural rhythm and grace, just as a great pipe tobacco has a natural flavor and aroma. That's why more and more pipe smokers agree Sir Walter Raleigh is a great smoking tobacco. The rich, mellow Sir Walter Raleigh flavor is natural. Because the blend is pure choice Kentucky Burley, extra aged to a peak of mildness. With Sir Walter Raleigh, you enjoy pipe smoking more. Relax. Relax in a man's world. And thanks to its new pouch pack, the natural flavor and goodness of Sir Walter is kept 44% fresher. 44% fresher than in old-fashioned tin cans. You can feel that the tobacco is kept fresh and moist. You'll like the new pouch pack because your pipe fills easier. Tobacco doesn't spill. The pouch is sturdy and flexible, too. Won't bulge your pocket. Get Sir Walter Raleigh in the new pouch pack. Light up and relax. 
Relax in a man's world with these quality pipe tobacco, except 44% fresher in the new pouch pack. Going to the bottom half of the eighth inning, the New York Mets will send up Frank Thomas, Chris Canizaro, and Mark Thornberry. Ivy Gene Smith has stayed in the ballgame in left field for the St. Louis Cardinals in place of Musial. Bob Gibson, Morrison fires a curveball in there for a call, strike one. Mets have only two hits off Gibson in this ballgame. Joe Christopher had a single in the second inning, and Marv Thornberry had a single in the fourth inning, and that's it. It's to Thomas, swung on and missed for strike two. Bob Gibson is going after his tenth victory of the season today. Started the day with a record of nine victories and six losses. Gibson last year was a 13-game winner all season for the Cardinals. Curveball swung on and missed as he tried to check it. Ball is dropped by Shaver, picks it up, tags Thomas. It's a strikeout. One away. That is only the third strikeout for Gibson in this ballgame. And catcher Chris Canizaro is up for his first time in the ballgame. Sammy Taylor, whom he relieved, uh, was 0 for 2 in a walk. Fastball in there for a call strike one to Chris Canizaro. Marv Thornberry now kneeling on deck for the New York Mets. Good ball cut on and fouled off. Two strike count. Mizell still throwing in the bullpen and Roger Craig still loosening up. A little workout in the bullpen for the New York Mets. Swing, and a ground ball to shortstop. Julio Gotai has it. He plays over to Fred Whitfield, and Canizaro has grounded out short to first. Two away, nobody on. And Marv Thornberry is coming up now. Slide to right, single, and grounded out pitcher to first. He's one for three today. Has one of the two hits that the Mets have. Yesterday, he had a home run in each game and had a triple in the bottom half of the ninth inning of the second game. He won the first game yesterday with a pinch two-run homer in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Marv Thornberry. Marvelous Marv. Swing and a miss. It's strike one. Cardinals have their 12 runs on 13 hits today. That pitch is low in the dirt. One and one. Gibson uh, taking his time getting a sign. Staring and still has it. Dips into the windup to pitch to Thronberry. Passball dipped in there. It's one and two. Felix Mantilla now kneeling on deck. Again, Gibson is set to work. Tries to curve ball. It's cut on a ground ball to second base. Javier fields it and plays over to Whitfield in time, and the side is retired. So Gibson gets the Mets out in order here in the bottom half of the eighth inning on no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left. And at the end of eight innings, complete out the polo ground. The score is the St. Louis Cardinals 12, and the New York Mets nothing.
New York Mets, of course, opening up today the second half of the season. This is the 82nd game of the 162-game schedule being played this year in the National League. So there is still plenty of baseball on tap here at the Polo Grounds for the remainder of the season. And if you're driving into any of the games of the New York Mets, keep in mind that the parking lots at Yankee Stadium are open, as well as the parking lots here at the Polo Grounds for all home games of the New York Mets. And with the half of the season gone, Ryan Gold Extra Dry would just like to tell you what a pleasure it's been to be able to bring you the Mets on radio and television thus far in their first season. There's still a lot of baseball action left, and you can be sure that Ryan Gold Extra Dry will bring you every bit of it. So settle back and enjoy the remainder of this game presented by Ryan Gold Extra Dry, and you'll enjoy it even more with a fine cold glass of Ryan Gold Extra Dry at your side. We'll be going now to the top half of the ninth inning. And the St. Louis Cardinals will be sending up Jim Schaefer, Charlie James, and Julio Gotai. In the National League, the Phillies defeated the Pirates this afternoon, 8-4, as Balshan was the winner and Law the loser. Going to the top of the seventh now, the Cincinnati Reds, 11, and the Houston Colts, 45-8, first game of a doubleheader. Going to the top half of the eighth inning, it is the Chicago Cubs 7 and the Milwaukee Braves 2. And at the end of two innings of play, it's the Los Angeles Dodgers nothing, the San Francisco Giants nothing. Koufax against Odell. No score in that one yet. A big, big ball game being played on the West Coast. Right here, Miller works to Schaefer, and it is high for ball one. swing and a foul tip back onto the screen and out of play. In Minnesota, going to the top half of the ninth inning, it is the New York Yankees 7 and the Minnesota Twins 5. Whitey Ford for the Yanks. Jim Cott started for Minnesota Miranda in the seventh inning. Swing and a foul tip back onto the screen by Schaefer. It's 1 and 2. First game of a doubleheader at Detroit. It's the Tigers 5 and the Baltimore Orioles nothing. Pappas relieved by Fisher in the third for Baltimore. Paul Foytak in all the way thus far for Detroit. Chicago White Sox defeated the Cleveland Indians 6-3 in the first game. Pizarro over Perry. There's a pitch low. So it's 2-2. And at the end of three innings of play, the Washington Tunners won the Kansas City A's. One, Rudolph against Segoy. Boston Red Sox played the Los Angeles Angels on the West Coast. A later start. As a ground ball foul on the third baseline. So the count holds at 2-2. We're in the top half of the ninth inning with the Cardinals leading the Mets by a score of 12 to nothing. Bob Miller with the 2-2 pitch swung on, fouled off to the right side out of play. Bob Moorhead is now throwing in the bullpen for the Mets. Bob Moorhead. Here's 2-2 two, two pitch to Schaefer outside for ball. Ray Sadecki is throwing in the bullpen for the St. Louis Cardinals. Change of speed, cut on. It's a high fly ball down the line. A foul ball on the rooftop and left. And right now... In order to allow our stations to identify themselves, we pause for station identification. 
You're tuned to WGY Schenectady, your New York Mets station, 810 on your radio dial. Jim Schaefer waiting for a payoff pitch, and it's on the way. Swung on a ground ball to third. Frank Thomas short hops it up with it, throws over to first base in time, and he's out. An appreciative response to the crowd here at the polo ground. One away, and Charlie James is coming up. James is 0 for 4. Right hand batter. Bob Miller with the pitch into the dirt. It's ball one. Julio Gotai is now on deck for the Cardinals. Well, despite the fact that the Cardinals are leading 12-0, the best they can salvage in the series is an even split. 2-2 in the four-game series with the Mets. as a swing and a foul ball back. He's out of play, although Canizari gives it a run. It is in the stand, back of the Cardinal dugout. Paul Pryor, pushing off the plate. Charlie James comes back into the batter's box for the counter. One ball and one strike. Miller's pitch is high for a ball. Two and one. Two one pitch. Change of speed. Lined in the center field. It's in there for a base hit. And Christopher tries to cut it off and can't. It's going to roll all the way to the wall in front of the center field bleachers. On the second and digging for third now is Charlie James. The throw is coming there. He goes in standing with a triple. A line shot and in-betweener in left center field between Hickman and Christopher. Christopher tried to backhand it, could not, and it rolled all the way to the low wall in front of the bleacher area in left center field. So with one man out, the cards have a runner at third, and Julio Gotai is coming up. Gotai's first time up in the ballgame. Swings and drives a foul ball over the roof, down the line and left. Strike one count. Hit that one way out in front and pulled it a little far. It disappeared over the rooftop and on out of the ballpark. The Cardinals have had six home runs today, and San Musial has had three of them. Gibson, Whitfield, and White had the other three. Swinging a foul ball back, and it's two-strike count now to Julio Gotai. After the All-Star break, the Mets take on the Los Angeles Dodgers in the three-game set. San Francisco Giants in three games. The Pittsburgh Pirates in four games. All here at the polo ground. That cut him on the wrist. He is hit by a pitch ball. Started to swing and then uh, tried to flinch back, but instead took the pitch ball on the wrist. So Julio Gautai goes to first, holding at third is Charlie James, and pitcher Bob Gibson is getting a hand here at the polo ground as he comes up. He's allowed the Mets only two hits today in quest of his tenth victory of the season. And he himself has had a home run and a single in four times at bat. 
Time still called. Uh, Julio Gotai is holding uh, the left arm limply down at first base. Now he's okay, turning, pulling out his cloth cap out of the hip pocket, having rid himself of the helmet. position. The curveball is cut on, hit into center field. Christopher coming in fast. Toss the short of it, can't. It's a fair ball and coming on in is Charlie James. Moving to second is Gotai. It's a base hit. He tried to shoot up. He tried to take it off the top of the grass and uh, could not hang on. Rolled a foot or two away, so it is a base hit for Gibson. His third hit of the day. He gets a run battered in. Charlie James crossed the plate with the 13th Cardinal run. Moving to second was Gotai, so there are runners at first and second. One man out and Kurt Flood coming up. But three for five in this ballgame today. Pitcher of record for the New York Mets is the starting pitcher, Jay Hook, who worked four innings, gave up nine runs on eight hits, struck out three and walked one. Pitches inside for a ball. Swing at a foul ball. It's one and one. The two new teams in the National League, the New York Mets and the Houston Colts 45s, are represented in the All-Star game by one player each. The Houston Colts 45s are represented by pitcher Dick Farrell. The New York Mets are represented by outfielder Richie Ashburn. Pitch to Flood is lined on the short hop through the legs of Keneal. And coming out around third and coming home is Gotai. If there is no throw on him, it is scored as an error on Keneal and no run batted in. An error on Keneal at second. He tried to short hop it and instead he went right through his legs. The 14th run of the ballgame is scored for the Cardinals. Runners at first and second. Still only one man out and Julian Javier is at the plate. He watches a call, strike one. Javier is nothing for five in this ballgame. Miller with a pitch. It's in there for a call, strike two. Miller again looks in for a sign as runners lead at first and second. Cut on and missed. He tried to check it and he is protesting that he did not bring it around in Paul Pryor. Said it is a strikeout. Third registered by Miller. There are two men out now, and Fred Whitfield is coming up. Julian Javier has gone nothing for six in this ballgame. That will not help one's batting average. Fred Whitfield coming up for the third time was called out on strikes and homered. Bill White during his tenure homered, struck out, and doubled. Whitfield is a left-hand batter. He's known for hitting for distance. position, and here's the pitch, far on and foul off for strike one.
Richie Ashburn, of course, plays Whitfield in the warning track in right field. Swing and a foul ball. Back again on top and out of play. Two-strike count to Whitfield. With Bobby Jean Smith now on deck. Bobby Jean Smith having relieved Stan Musial. Here's a swing and a drive going into left field. It's in for a base hit. Jim Hickman one out it. Coming on home is Bob Gibson as he crosses the plate with the 15th Cardinal run. Holding at second is Kurt Flood. So their runners at first and second. Two men out. Bobby Jean Smith coming up. That was the second hit of the day for Fred Whitfield. His third run batted in. Cards 15, the Mets nothing. Bobby Jean Smith, the right-hand batter, started the season with the New York Mets. Traded to the Chicago Cubs in the deal that brought catcher Sammy Taylor to the Mets. Runners lead, first and second. The pitch cut on and popped up to short left field. Coming in is Hickman. Still coming, and he's underneath now, and he makes the catch for the out that retires the side. So in the top half of the ninth inning, St. Louis Cardinals got three runs on three hits. There was one error and one man left. Two men left. So at the end of eight and a half innings of play, the score is... The St. Louis Cardinals 15 and the New York Mets nothing. Going now to the bottom half of the ninth inning and the New York Mets will send up Felix Mantilla. He is nothing for two in a walk today, a right-hand batter. And Bob Gibson, the starter, has come all the way. For the St. Louis Cardinals, he is into the windup and the pitch to Mantilla is low and away for ball one. Dug out of the dirt by pitcher Jim Schaefer. His return throw slips out of his hand. Goes near to third baseman Ken Boyer then to pitcher Bob Gibson so Boyer retrieves it. Gibson is set to work. That pitch misses outside for a ball. Two and all the count to Felix Mantilla. Swing and a foul tip back into the big glove of Jim Schaefer. Two and one. Here's a swing and a drive into center field. And it's going to be in there for a base hit. It's in between them, and it's rolling into the warning track, where it is backhanded by Flood. Matthew around second, he's heading for third. The relay throw to third, he slides in safely with a triple. So Felix Mantia has opened up the bottom half of the ninth inning with a triple. In the left center field, and in between her, in between left field to Bobby Jean Smith and center field to Kurt Flood. And with nobody out, Joe Christopher is coming up. Christopher is one for two in a walk. He has been in a hot streak of late. Gibson looking in to get a sign. Has it now. Works straight away. And here is the pitch low and away for ball one. Manager Johnny Keane moving around in the dugout area of the St. Louis Cardinals. Aroused, I think, by the noise and enthusiasm of the fans here at the Polo Grounds. Uh, probably shakes him at least a little bit. Pitches in there for a call strike a fastball. 
Because I'm sure, not having been here since uh, early April, Johnny Keene is not aware of the nature of the fans at the Polo Grounds who are uh, up and cheering here despite the fact that the Mets are trailing by 15 runs in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Here's a pitch missing high, 2-1 to Joe Christopher. Here's a swing and a grab out to the right side. Taken by Javier. He has to go to first base and Mantilla scores. So Christopher gets a run batted in and the New York Mets have averted the shutout. Getting their first run here in the bottom of the ninth. So with one away now and nobody on, Cliff Cook is going to bat for Bob Miller. First half of the National League season, the New York Mets were shut out only twice. The Mets, the Cincinnati Reds, and the Pittsburgh Pirates shut out only twice in the first half of the season, so the Mets have averted the shutout here. Cliff Cook, the right-hand batter, is Gibson, tries the curveball, missed off the corner, and it is ball one. The New York Mets have not been shut out at home this season. Here is a swing and a miss. It's one and one. The hit by Mantillo is the third hit for the Mets off Gibson. Here's a swing and a miss by Cliff Cook. One ball and two strikes. One two pitch is high. It's two and two. There is one man out, nobody on base for the Mets, batting in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Score, the Cardinals 15, the Mets 1. The 2-2 pitch is on the way. Swung out and missed, strike three, struck him out. Two away. Strike out number four for Bob Gibson in this ball game. He has walked five, and Richie Ashman's coming up. Ashman is nothing for three and a walk today. There'll be a three-day respite for the All-Star game. Here is a pitch in there for a call strike to Ashburn. The All-Star game, of course, will be played at the New District of Columbia Stadium in Washington, D.C. on Tuesday afternoon. That's the call strike. It's 0-2. The second All-Star game of the summer will be played at Wrigley Field in Chicago on July 30th. As the pitch swung out and foul, one big hop into the stands and a souvenir for somebody. Two. Gibson, one foot out away from his tenth victory of the season. Winds and fires a change of speed, and this one's fouled off. To the left side, it is 0-2. Richie Ashburn is particularly adept at guarding that platter once uh, the opposing pitcher has two strikes on him. Gibson this time kicks him to the windup, and the pitch is a high fastball, taken high, and it's one and two. Nobody on base. And the pitch. 
swung on, and there's a pop into short center field. Coming in is Kurt Flood. He's there. He has it, and the ball game is over. So Ashburn is flat out to center field. In the bottom half of the ninth, the Mets got one run on one hit. No errors. Nobody left. And so we'll be back in a moment with the final summary and totals. Right now, the final score of the ball game: the St. Louis Cardinals 15 and the New York Mets 1. Did you ever stop to think what the word extra really means? You see it on a newspaper and you know that something special, something out of the ordinary has happened. Something makes you sit up and take notice. Well, that's just what the word extra means on the label of a bottle or can of Rheingold Extra Dry. Yes, sir, today's Rheingold has something out of the ordinary in the way of flavor. And those two little words, extra dry, tell you why. They tell you that Rheingold is brewed only of the choicest ingredients. Brewed the long, slow, costly away for a taste that's brisk and bright and clean, clear through. So wouldn't you like something extra in the beer you drink? Something extra in the way of refreshment? Well, that's just what you get in a glass of cold, refreshing Rheingold Extra Dry. Try it and join the millions who say, my beer is Rheingold, the dry beer. Well, here are the final totals for today's ball game. For the St. Louis Cardinals, 15 runs on 16 hits and no errors. For the New York Mets, one run on three hits and four errors. Bob Gibson was the winning pitcher, chalking up his 10th victory of the season. He went all the way, allowing only three hits. And the losing pitcher for the New York Mets was Jay Hook, who started. He worked four innings in which he gave up nine runs on eight hits. He struck out three, and he walked one. 